1: live hello hi how are you doing good i'm so sorry oh it's okay it's been kind of a hectic beginning of the month anyway <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was at the chiropractor and I just got out and had a text from Wendy saying she was hustling home for the phone call. I was like, Oh yeah, that's today. <laughs> Aww.
1: Well, do we need to wait for her or, she, or should we just text her because she can call from like her cell if she needs to?
0: Yeah, let me shoot her a quick text and let her know.
1: Okay, um, and you can just and, kind of copy what I sent you and and all that. Okay, so I got yeah, I got a, I got a new phone and I haven't updated my contacts yet, so I have like nobody's phone number in here yet.
0: Okay. All right. Hang on just a second. Let me just
1: sure. Real quick. Here. Okay. i just sent it to her. Okay. Good, good, good.
0: Uh, How are you doing?
1: Good. Um, It's actually been an interesting... Let's see. What day is today? 18th, right? (laughs) So I would say the last month has been really interesting. Um, Not anything bad in particular, but um, you guys both know there's just been a lot of stuff going on in our family and stuff like that. And... (coughs) I can't remember if I told you guys that my husband and I had started counseling like February, March of last year before all this stuff happened, mm-hmm. um, which was actually kind of a lifesaver. Um, and so there's a lot of conversations that are going on in that in regards to our circumstances, but also just in regards to some stuff, you know, that hadn't really been healed and all that in our marriage. So in in December, we had a couple of conversations that really kind of brought a lot of healing to stuff that happened like right when we were walking through salvation. So that was really good. Um, but my husband also started dealing with some stuff with his family. Um, and so really in between December and now a lot of things, well, a- actually I'm going to backtrack that. December is when my husband started finally kind of finding some healing. Let's put it that way. And in in between, Let's see, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of last week. Like, I don't even know how to describe this to you. It's crazy. Um, I had a series of conversations with random people in our family, um, and every single one of those relationships were broken in very specific ways that I seriously thought would never heal. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these people, like, like just God was like, call this person, and I did. Or they would call me out of the blue, like one after the other, okay. And every single conversation was just kind of this open door where we finally talked about some of the stuff. And there's hurt on both sides and all that. Um. So yeah. what was cool about it, and it wasn't just like broken relationships. Like some of it for me personally is I had a couple of conversations with family members who have long acted like my childhood did not happen. <laughs> You know, and oh. um, so it was just really interesting to me. It's almost like God kind of swooped in and like said, "Okay, it's time for all these relationships to be healed." Boom! Like I'm not <laughs> even kidding. <laughs> you know, and after like the fourth phone call, I was like, "Okay, this is like you can't even ex- explain it. It wasn't anything we orchestrated. We had kind of given up long ready? time." Ago.
0: Hey, Wendy. I'm Hi. very
1: sorry. Oh, no worries. No worries. Okay. I was just updating. I was just updating Kelly on crazy supernatural God power, <laughs> which yeah. is always wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just telling her that um, in the last week, especially, a lot of really difficult relationships in our family were basically like just healed in an instant. Seriously, like over three days. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, and it's definitely been. Huh.
0: Amazing.
1: I know. And it's stuff that I personally, they're like deep, deep, deep wounds, like childhood stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's nothing we orchestrated at all. It just all happened over the span of a three days. Um, so that was kind of cool. And then one of the other things that has been a huge burden over us is I I think I shared with you guys when I left work 10 years ago, we were not necessarily financially prepared. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So this whole time, um, we've carried enormous debt from our student loans and all that kind of stuff. Um, And in the midst of one of those conversations, um, we actually have a family member who's paying off our student loans. Wow. Yeah. We're talking like $100,000. Okay. Wow. Oh mhm. and I'm just like like I told my husband and this is this is funny I'll tell you this and then we'll move on but we were sitting there talking about all this because it literally happened in the span of a couple of days and a lot of this is is um especially the family relationships have contributed to issues in our marriage and then of course with our daughter you know all that kind of stuff just comes back to play because you think you did everything wrong you know which we didn't um and then the financial stuff is obviously always a stressor. And so I, I remember looking at him when, when we got the call about the student loans, and I said, this is crazy. I mean, if, if I had to pinpoint one thing in each of those relationships and the money thing, these are literally the things that we said we don't know how God's going to fix us.
0: Yeah. Seriously.
1: Like I'm not even – I can't even explain it to you. Like we're just dumbfounded, you know. And, and my husband said, you know what I feel like? I feel like the Israelite in the back of the pack who's like, oh, my God, where's that man coming from? This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Oh, mm-hmm. we're supposed to follow that cloud. That, did you see that cloud? And, and then I'm over here going, let's go, let's go, let's go. This is God, this is God. So it's kind of cool, you know, to kind of, you know, see the differences in our reactions. So all, today, all that's happened, like, in a week um. And I and I feel like there's a lot of things going on with my daughter and my business that I don't even doubt anymore because of it. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah.
1: anyway, that's how I'm doing. <laughs> but man, it was a crappy year to get here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, okay. Thanks for letting me update that because I know you guys had been praying and just kind of hearing my rather frantic prayer requests <laughs> over the last. Well, episode. thanks for letting <laughs> us know. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Yeah.
0: It's 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 amazing. I I feel the Lord using that to encourage me because lately I've been thinking, and here I am leading these women on another sugar fast. And lately I've been wanting to say to them, okay, this isn't going to happen quick. Yeah, like bondage breaking, healing relationships. Exactly. Like I don't want you to get your expectations up too high. Like the the mm-hmm. human nature in me want mm-hmm. me to give a disclaimer of saying, yeah, totally believe, but don't, don't not believe if it doesn't happen. And what mm-hmm. a reminder that no, it actually can. He can really just yeah. do what it is he does, which is heal relationships and give people mm-hmm. sight and
1: mm-hmm. let
0: captives go free.
1: I think, in hindsight, too, like when we first found out about our daughter and we were in counseling the next day, I remember telling her, I just don't understand and and, and i'll I'll be very honest with you. this is probably an area that I realized I had a huge like unbelief in regards to God, right. Um, and yeah. we were sitting there and I said, I just don't understand. Like we walked away from everything God told us to walk away from, our money, our affluence, our career, our possessions, our reputation, our friends, our family. <laughs> you know, we did, we've done everything he's told us to do and we have suffered for it for years. And I'm not trying to be overdramatic, but we really have, <laughs> you know, um, and then with starting the business and all that. And I said, I just don't understand, like, the worst thing that could ever happen to one of my children has happened, and I don't get it. Like, what, why? Why is he doing this to me? And that sentence right there was where I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> right? So mm-hmm. I, I think I think for me um, personally, um, it really kind of showed me that I was still, even though I have a lot of healing and stuff in my life um, from my childhood, I still feel like I was still operating with a lot of expectation of God. Like if I've done this, then you should do this for me. Sure. Right. Right. And yes. not even realizing it in many, many ways. And that situation with my daughter understandably like just broke me apart. I mean, why wouldn't it, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So all to say, I think if I had to kind of clarify what we did, we didn't do anything except surrender and obey. When it was Mm -hmm. hard, that's it, you know. And so all these conversations we've been having, you know, since then and counseling with each other and all that, it's just been a series of figuring out all these little hidden places where we didn't really believe what what we said we believed, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, and just surrendering it piece by piece by piece. And it's freaking exhausting because you start realizing how fickle we are as humans. Like how yeah. how can I how can I in one breath spend an hour, you know, encouraging an author whose world is falling apart, tell them to trust God and then I get off the phone, and I go crawl into bed for three hours until my next call just crying because woe is me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like it was yeah. just like, Oh my god, I can't live like this. So anyway, it's it's been good and I think Wendy, what you said is key. Like, um I remember like going, Why is this like, why is all this healing taking so long? And, you know, the relationship piece with our, a lot of our family, and then even in our marriage, the stuff that we're in counseling for um, has been present our entire relationship. Um, we just didn't understand why it wasn't fixed because we believe in God now, <laughs> you know? And yes. um, and it just feels like, like that song. Oh my gosh, what is it called? The one that talks about God being a chain breaker and, Waymaker. (laughs) I can't think of the song name, but it's kind of a country song.
0: Chainbreaker.
1: Thank you. I love that because I was like, that is so true. I never heard it
0: until yesterday, and then someone shared it, and then another person shared it today. Yeah. So I've been listening to it. Yeah.
1: It's really, it's kind of,
0: go ahead. going through with my boys um, the Apostles' Creed. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, The goal was every day in January that we were going to read it and kind of memorize it together. And then in addition to it, I've been, we've been reading a big chunk of scripture to go with it each day, uh, the section where Jesus, is, um, he comes upon his disciples and there's, they're kind of arguing and there's a father it says, who says, mm-hmm. they can't cast the demon out of my son. And, and, and I, would you, if you're able, would you please? He says to Jesus, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. I'm able, uh, you know, anything is possible for him who believes and then this father of course says the famous i do believe help my unbelief and mm-hmm. so that's been even this morning i was praying god i'm not really sure where my unbelief is right now mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i want to believe you there so you can show me but really what a dangerous prayer to pray cuz it often takes these these um these really really hard times
1: mm-hmm. to
0: um uh, come to Jesus in a way that, wow, I did not know I needed to trust him more there.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I totally get that.
0: I hear it. Well, thank you for sharing your your present story with us.
1: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. How about you, Wendy? Why don't you give me a brief update both on just life in general and then from your perspective um, where you're at with life creative stuff.
0: Sure. Um, well, I guess those two things go a bit together. Where I am... Uh, is I'm not going to use the overwhelmed word because I really feel like the Lord has um, protected me from being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Even as we were wrapping up the year, um, I did order one of those iBloom calendars Mm -hmm. and just looking at the page that had the whole year laid out, like it was just big squares for each of the months, 12 big Mm -hmm. squares, and Mm -hmm. I realized, okay, I can only focus on one main thing for each of these squares. And one of the main things might take three squares, you know, but i can't I can't double up and I had uh I had a book proposal I wanted to work on, and I'm supposed to be doing this follow up book for triggers, and I've got mm-hmm. the sugar fast, and I mean I filled up everything in, and it was full. it was done, you know, and then for the year mm-hmm. for the year, yeah, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. my husband and I figured out I could only speak once a month, you know they required traveling, and I already mm-hmm. have the whole year basically booked out Mm -hmm, Uh, a couple months mm -hmm. that i'm kind of hoping things are going to come together for next fall but like this spring is just i'm booked through july Mm. and um i feel like that has allowed me to keep my mind um stable when i start thinking oh but i'm supposed to also oh no just look at the squares (laughs) that's Mm -hmm, all you mm -hmm. can do because i want to I want to um, succeed at home mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. my family, and I can't do it all. And uh, one thing that Kelly and I keep coming back to is, that how do we keep marketing mm-hmm. Life Creative, and mm-hmm, River, mm-hmm. and Triggers when there's already new things, you know, taking our attention, and there continue to be these people and the homeschooling and stuff. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my plan for Life Creative.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let
0: me first share my disappointment. That mm. I really thought that the people who were listed in the book and who were our influence and who were um endorsers, I really thought that they would share it more than they did, mm. and I found that very disappointing like it's not i I don't have bitterness towards anyone, there's no one forgiveness. I'm just disappointed. I mm. thought that that was really going to help us because caleb I and mean, Caleb Kelly and I knew from the beginning okay, we're not strong voices in this arena. So we need to have the help of women who are speaking into it. And when Ruth Simon shared, I thought that's what it looks like. Like that's mm-hmm. what I thought it would look like. But Maggie Whitley never did those she said she was going to. Lisa Leonard never did. I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. Again, mm-hmm. not angry, just disappointed, because mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. thought that that was going to be a big part of our strategy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, And then I did the series, Interviews with a Renaissance Mom. That was kind of my online personal push. And Kelly did her series, um, what was it called, Kelly? Um, The uh, Business of Art. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. In the busyness of motherhood and, yeah, the business of art. And what Kelly and I both found is it just wasn't engaged. Like the Mm -hmm. people that engaged it loved it, and it's sort of how I feel about the book. When it's Mm -hmm. in the hands of the right person, it is the right book. Mm -hmm. But how Mm -hmm. do we find more of those people? Because the people that follow us aren't the right people. So Mm -hmm. Kelly Mm -hmm. could do another series on her blog, and I can keep doing these interviews with a Renaissance mom, but there's still just 100 people reading it, and they're probably the same 100 people. Mm -hmm. So how do we kind of blow it out? And so I do want to keep doing My plan was to do a monthly interview with a Renaissance mom. I just Mm -hmm. haven't yet because I've had other things in my squares, you know, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm doing and what I'm thinking about going forward. But I just, I don't know how to get out there.
1: Okay. so no, that's perfect. I'm going to, I took notes and I have some, some suggestions for some of this. So I'm going to let Kelly do the same. And then, then I actually have a few questions for you and then we'll kind of dive into some of the ideas I have. Okay. okay. And b- before I ask Kelly though, I wanted to just kind of commiserate with the, the disappointment piece. And um, I think it's hard when you guys are kind of pouring your heart and soul into a work and then making the asks of of people, you know, that seem to align very well with your message. Um, and, I, of course, I don't have the answers as to why they did or did not share. But one thing I, I always try to remind you all of is, like, like, what you just described, Wendy, when you said you opened the planner and looked at all your squares and realized you only had so many things you could do in each piece of the puzzle, right? And, like, what I'm coming to find um, is that a lot of people have great intentions when they agree to do something but maybe they're just not doing that right they're not looking at their schedule and going oh i really can't do that or they're not making time you know or they're not making time or they forget or whatever um so i I think the disappointment is right in that um we we have great hopes for this message and it's a really powerful book and we want it to reach far and wide i think that's the driving factor of the disappointment Um, and i think you're right to kind of um, protect against anger or bitterness or anything like that with just some understanding of everybody's schedules. Um, and social media and all that is fantastic. It's just that there's so much information out there, you know, and, and um, people are, are trying to help each other and promote each other and promote their own work and live their lives and, and you know, take care of their children. And it's just kind of, I think overwhelmed is kind of an accurate word, not in a negative sense, but we're just overwhelmed with Information and the opportunity to distribute that information, right? I think it's a cultural problem is really what I'm trying to say, <laughs> so yeah, you know i I believe in this message, and I know God believes in it too, and so I wouldn't I mean, and you never know they may show they may share later, you know they may hand the book to a friend, we don't really know you know how God's going to use those people or, or their contributions you know um, so but but I just wanted to say i mean I, I hear the disappointment, I acknowledge it because I see it all the time you know, um, and I guess that was really my point is uh, every author I've worked with has experienced that. So you're not alone. I mean, that, I don't mean that to be like a sad story, yeah. but just to to kind of let you know, I, it's not a personal thing. It really isn't. I think people are just overextended and they promise things and they can't follow through, you know, so I'm sorry for it, but don't feel like it yeah. is you, you all or yeah. your message.
0: <laughs> I sort of mm-hmm. knew that, but yeah. because this is such a niche book and because yeah. we knew so few people speaking into it, I think that now we're kind of like, okay,
1: so, mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: that didn't work, you know. Yeah,
1: and, yeah. yeah, I get it, but I get we have, it. On... We
0: have found that the place where we can interact um, with our people most is in Instagram, which is what Allie had told us off the bat. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so we're... Trying to do that, um, and we both recognize that that needs to be a priority. And I was saying to Kelly recently, let's, you know, if we can each get one up a day, and then at least once a week, once a week is probably good, or twice a week, uh, mm-hmm. point people towards the actual book.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to,
0: I want to do more sharing quotes from the book, um, and then I want to also uh, share on my. Facebook author page, not my personal page, um, the ones that are really engaged on Facebook, I mean on Instagram, copy and paste them over there. That will help mm-hmm. me, um, you know, keep speaking into it on my own personal platform.
1: So okay, did you that, just say – co- other... yeah, sorry, I, I want to make sure I understand what you just said. Did you just say copy and paste Facebook posts that had engagement? Yeah. Like, if, like
0: Instagram oh, that posts. Just resonated Instagram posts. all. Yeah, do my Instagram post over on my Facebook page. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I was curious about that, Wendy, is um, if we're using someone else's picture, um, Mm -hmm. then what do we do? Because we have to somehow link. Yeah, but then we're not necessarily linking back to their – I mean, I guess people could go to Instagram and look them up, but we're not necessarily leaving a link to their Instagram page. And if we're wanting to leave a link to the book – yeah, I don't know legally how that works. Unless we just plan to at least once a week use our own photos and then use those on Facebook too. Oh, well, I I think I'll be very careful if I'm a, if I'm able to link either to their Facebook page or their Instagram account, I will. And if I can't, you can, can, then
1: you, get, you guys, you can you can when you do your description with their photo. Just do your description and then link to their Instagram profile. There's a URL for their Instagram profile. What do you, you know mean? I'm yeah, I was uh, just
0: thinking if we're trying to link to the book too. Um.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, then there there's, there's two, two links. links. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's well, you know, I might have to ask Allie about that. There's an app I've seen where you can post that it's like a regram or something like that. Um, where it kind of yeah. shows in the picture you know, regram from, and it has, like, the person's username. So mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know the name of it, but are you guys familiar with that? Yeah. I can ask her. Yeah. I think I have that app. Okay. Um, so that might,
0: be
1: a, that might be a solution for those particular ones, because when you share from that app, it automatically puts, like, a little, not a watermark, but a little, you know, yeah. line that, that says whatever from their profile. So that would kind of address what you're talking about and still allow you to add your description with the life creative information. Yeah, that was my only hesitation in
0: sharing over on Facebook is that I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing it unless it was my own photo. Um, Yeah. And I just don't take as pretty pictures (laughs) as all these other ladies do. Well, the times that I have done it, I mean, some of the times, I get thanks from um, Mm -hmm. from the photographer. Yeah. Yeah. I had thought it was okay. But if I if I point back to them and and then I didn't do it so much to link them over to the purchase of the book, but just to go deeper in the message and keep speaking to the people that are interested in that. You know, keep mm-hmm. speaking into the conversation, so to speak. Okay. All right, well yeah. I'll think about that. But okay. wanting to continue the conversation on our own personal social media platforms, point people to the book on the Life Creative Instagram. And mm-hmm. keep doing once a month the uh, life creative interviews with the Renaissance Mom. So
1: okay, perfect. What about you, Kimberly? Kelly?
0: Um, yeah, I think I think part of the struggle. I mean, yes, it was a niche book, and yes, we weren't necessarily big voices in this particular community. But I think the other part of the struggle is that Wendy and I had both already launched books before mm-hmm. Life Creative. And mm-hmm. both of those books had done well, but we had we had so saturated, I think, our personal feeds with the marketing of other books that by the time mm-hmm. Life Creative came out, it felt like, or at least for me, I felt like I was just being a nuisance at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was my biggest challenge in in trying to market Life Creative is I had so <laughs> um, worked the crowd for river that by the time I got to life creative, I was a little bit hesitant, you know, to, to keep pushing things. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, you, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I left that message on um, the find your spark page too, about, um, the the whole blogging thing and, um, you know, building followers or whatever it is subscribers, Mm -hmm. but, Mm -hmm. um, Every time I write a blog post, people unsubscribe. And I know it's because probably 90% of the people subscribed to my blog just because there were contests going on with the launches of the books. And mm-hmm. once those contests were over, they really didn't want to subscribe to my blog. Like I get all that, but, mm-hmm. um, but I don't uh, – I, I guess blogging for me has become such a chore and it's become such a, like, throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks, see what people like. And it never used to be that for me. And I already was having a hard time finding my voice, like, who am I as a blogger anymore now that I want to be a fiction writer? Um, that, I don't know. So I, I've just been in this whole, like, I don't know what my place is in social media right now. And mm-hmm. um, and um I And I don't, I'm not sure you know, how I keep marketing River and Life Creative in a way that's not annoying to people, that's not frustrating. Um, I have been trying to do a better job on Instagram. I'm trying to build, you know, do a better job with the life creative feed and build my own feed um a little bit more and um but I think that's where I'm I'm at with the whole basically I'm I'm done. I'm done with the marketing thing. I hate it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I think that's I, it's like I'm just over it. Mm-hmm. I just want to be yeah. done. I want to work on the next book. And, you know, I know this is all part – sorry, I get so emotional about this. Mm-hmm. I know this is all part of it. I just hate it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I just I just want to be done. I just want to write books.
1: But mm-hmm. yeah. writing books means marketing books. So I'm sending you, like, a virtual hug. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. i sorry. sorry well I, I think that's why you have people like me who actually like marketing it, it's so and and I don't mean that in a like I get it it's it's I think it's exhausting even for someone like me who loves it and and, and like lives and breathes it the way you live and breathe writing you know I am, and I think what I have to be careful of personally um and this is so hard to to do okay it's hard for me as a business owner right it's hard for you all as writers is you know we're kind of and I've said this before you probably heard it say it but I hold true to this is like we're planting and watering seeds of faith right but we're never in control of the harvest of it right (laughs) and marketing (laughs) falls in between those two tensions right so we market to be obedient to kind of get the word out to people but it can kind of slam up against a wall of all of our insecurity and, and fear and dashed hopes. And, and, and this sounds really overdramatic, but it's kind of true, <laughs> you know, like yeah. we, we're obedient. Um, and I think what's interesting for me in, in, in this personal season, but also in my, my business is learning to go that sometimes obedience does not mean that the actions I think will happen will follow like, I just have to let that part go, you know. And so mm-hmm. I would also encourage you, like, you know, your writing is what drives everything. So definitely spend way more time focusing on the things that bring you life and bring you joy. Because honestly, the 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 people that just push books out one after another after another and market, 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 you know, if they don't pause and, and, and actually actively find joy and beauty and rest in the art of writing itself, you know, they will burn mm-hmm. out and the message won't be impactful. And you can't market, sorry, a crappy book, right? Mm-hmm. It, and, I, and I mean that not from a technical skill of writing, but a lot of times I read books and I think, gosh, this person is really like rushing through it. You can usually mm-hmm. tell. You can usually yeah. tell. When when the person has had the ability or the space or the mindset or the whatever to really pour into that work. And I feel like life creative and river and triggers for that matter, you all really poured into that content. And so you have to trust that that content will make its way into the world. You just did the obedient part and now it's the surrender part, Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So I know marketing is, can be exhausting, overwhelming, frustrating, stressful—all the things. I mean, seriously. Um, but just remember that it's really a tool, right? And if if it's making you feel that way, um, then that tool is kind of controlling your emotions, not the surrender hmm. part. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh, but, I mean th-
0: surrender makes it sound like it's it's. You don't have to do the work anymore. <laughs>
1: well, okay. right. Let me
0: I just that. My, how do I surrender with, without like giving up? Okay, so
1: let me so let me clarify because I, I didn't I guess I didn't say that right. So the obedience part is is the writing, and is kind of doing your due diligence to kind of share about the book, and we can talk about how to do that to where it doesn't drive you crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. um, the surrender that I'm referring to is the surrender um, surrendering the results. God okay right All that's right. what I mean so mm-hmm. you know if, if your overwhelming feeling is marketing is, is overwhelming you with 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 just insecurity or frustration or whatever that's the piece where I think the surrender is hardest to, to do because we want the words to matter and we want them to have impact and we want people to be moved by them not for a self-serving reason right but but to just really you know help people and it's hard when it doesn't appear to do so right um, so, I mean, I'll give you, you know, a couple of ideas and steps of what you guys can do, but ultimately, you know, we're, we're just people trying to be a mouthpiece for God's message through you, right? Um, and, and I do believe ideas, especially marketing ideas, are God-inspired, writing ideas are God-inspired, but we just won't ever know how God intends to use that is really what I'm trying to say. You know, so just try to take your eyes off maybe the result or the impact that you thought it would have, and instead just just surrender that trust to God. That there there are people that are being moved by this that you may never know. You know. Mhm. So. Well, and we did, Wendy. I don't know if you saw,
0: but we did have a really really nice um, review put up yesterday. Um, or this morning. I can't remember. But anyways, we have a new review up on Amazon and it was really a lovely one, which was nice. And I thought maybe um, I might share it later on uh, yeah. my uh, author Facebook page. Um, or Wendy, you might want to share it on the on Instagram later, if you want to look at it, but it was really
1: nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll take a look. Yeah. But again, I hear you. All right, go for it. You
0: can tell us what some of your ideas are.
1: (laughs) Well, and and just so you know, I'm not immune to this stuff. I've had this happen to me too when I've launched stuff, you know? And so what I'm telling you is what I've had to live myself and just kind of remind myself that I just have to put one foot in front of the other. My job is not the results. My job is doing what God told me to do. You know what I mean? And finding joy and security and, and peace and validation through that right like and I and I and I'm not saying that like like wagging my finger at you I have to tell myself this every day (laughs) okay so you know I just think that you know what we do especially as a creative because we're both kind of in that realm um is uh, this is to feed our soul and our relationship with God well before it's supposed to be for the the masses right right Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so so I know for me in particular I always have to sit and go okay this is a gift God has given me look see now I'm gonna start crying this is a gift God has given me and it's so tied into my past and my testimony and just the redemptive um, nature of his work in my life that it's a privilege I get to do this simply because of that you know what I mean Um, and so anytime I find myself getting all you know down or out about results or sales or clients or whatever i mean you know what i'm saying and um, i'm always like okay wait, wait i can't focus on that i'm just going to focus on the fact that god gave this gift to me out of my obedience mm-hmm. and i'm just going to keep spreading that message no matter what the results look like or my bank account looks like or my client list looks like or you, you know what i'm saying um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so anyway that, that's all i'm saying yeah, that it's, makes a, sense. it's a gift to you first so cool mm-hmm. okay I have two questions. You guys already answered the Instagram one. Um but uh, one of my questions is what is the intention with the Life Creative website? What like what? Like I know that you guys have the feed from Instagram going on in there. But you're mm-hmm. not intending like um to uh what am I trying to say? Add more content there, right? That's still yeah. the plan. That's correct. And, Okay, no, that's perfectly fine. I just wanted to make sure because that's what we had talked about last.
0: I actually just mm-hmm. used the launch team page. I had a new um, blog, not a blog, post a podcast that I did yesterday. And mm-hmm. um, she, she wanted to know if I had some ideas for some interview questions. And I was like, oh, wait, here mm-hmm. you go. And I linked her all yeah. because there's so much great content there, including the entire, you know, downloadable um, interview. So that's yeah, awesome. that was really, really helpful that I used it. I just, yeah, I don't use it much, though.
1: But that's a great use of um, just content, you know, that's already out there. So you don't have to recreate anything. So that's fabulous. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Um, the second question is, you know, what's the intention with the Life Creative Newsletter list? I mean, I know we used it for the launch team, but there are people that are signed up for it, and I sent you guys both the list so that you could integrate, you know, into your current mailing list. Uh But last time I looked, I think it's still on there for people to subscribe to. Do you know what I mean? So if you guys don't want people subscribing to it, like, we need to let Ellie know, right? Because otherwise Uh you're having people subscribe, and then there's no, like, content going out. It's not You're meant right. to over. It's not meant to overwhelm. It's, it's an easy fix. We just need to say, are you guys going to send a newsletter? And if not, <laughs> no big deal. We just need to take that option off and direct them to your personal pages. Yeah. Okay. Mm. We should probably just ask Allie to to do that. Okay. And that's, I mean, to be honest, that's perfectly, number one, I don't think any either one of you have the bandwidth, you know, to do another newsletter right. kind of thing. Um, and, I, and from one of my notes from way back when, I mean, the intent of that website was to be kind of a landing page directing them to Instagram, you know, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll ask her to do that. Um, and then also, hold on a second. Sorry, I'm tapping this wrong. Also, I'll, I'll do, like, one more, you know, download of the subscribers, you know, to send them to you just in case people have subscribed since the last time I did it. And when you import it, it will only add any new people. Right. Just FYI. Just FYI. Um, the only other thing I'm thinking of is, like, the way people get that, oh, gosh, what is it called? The kit on the Life Creative website. Mm-hmm. Is by is by a newsletter subscription. Um, I'm trying to I'll ask her how sh, how Allie recommends we get that to people if we're not going to have them subscribe. Okay. Right. Hold on. I'm when just, we may- had
0: talked about doing a we had talked about doing a new release of that as a freebie because it all points to the book.
1: Well, it does, but, but usually with a freebie, like you're trying to gather the email addresses, and so we need to make sure we know where they're going, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I'm just going to put this as a note for myself, and I'll ask Allie later because I don't I don't really know um, how she would recommend doing that. Um, so okay. Okay, that, that's fine. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to talk to you about it before I um, reached out to her. Okay. Um, and then... Kelly, I'm assuming you agree with Wendy about the attention to Instagram, just continuing posting, you know, okay, that's that's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine. Okay, that's good. Just want to make sure I knew. Um, And then have y'all had any new opportunities come up as a result of Life Creative, like any specific interviews or podcasts or speaking engagements or anything like that?
0: Well, well just we have several,
1: yesterday.
0: yeah, from from Litfuse that they set up for us. I think I have one more that's not until March. Um, I have one next week that's a that's one of their interviews. They've really done a great job. We don't know how. Um, yeah, I mean they've they've done a great job of getting us interviews. We don't mm-hmm. really know um, if it's the right audience, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it's like men and. Um, or grandmas, and it sounds like it's out of their garage, and so. Right. But, but really? We had lots of them, and then we also have a uh, a lady that interviewed us for a uh, magazine, so that's coming out sometime this spring.
1: Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: you know, a okay. few things like that, and then I'm I'm going to be speaking at the Great Homeschool Convention, and one of the talks is going to be uh, kind of focused on that as well. So something's going on. Yeah, and I just did that that interview um, on the morning talk show for Tampa last week um, for River. But I may actually contact them and see if they would be interested in having me come on maybe in a couple of months for Life Creative as well, because I think, you know, it's probably a lot of moms that watch it. So I think think that I could probably make a case for having me on for that one, too. So I'm going to try. Okay. Yeah, I, I think you absolutely should. I think that's a great idea.
1: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, he, that's all right. I think I'm, I'm going to go through a couple of ideas I had with the understanding that I think these will be helpful, but ultimately, you all are the ones that say yes or no because of your schedule and your commitments, right? Mm-hmm. So, what I'll do is I'll kind of talk you through um, some of the ideas. And actually, I think two of them you guys are ready. Hold on, let me make sure. One of them you're already kind of doing, so it's just kind of a follow-up to that. And then one of them you were definitely already mentioned in this call, so that's good. So my thought process is when when you're thinking about ongoing promotion for a book, I mean, you you guys nailed the obstacle early on when you made the comment that, you know, you've got these new projects coming on. You've got book proposals or new books for each of you, right? And you just want to be able to mentally – from a creative standpoint, move on to those new projects. But you also don't want to kind of let the life creative message kind of fall to the, to the wayside, right? And right. so the key, the key with ongoing promotion is, is honestly to make it as simple as possible where you can identify, you know, two to three core things that you can do maybe each month for life creative. But just trying to integrate it into your overall kind of marketing strategy for each of your respective, you know, websites and ministries and stuff like that. So having said that, um, one of the things I had written down um, was continuing kind of the monthly interviews um, with creatives or Renaissance Moms. Now, how, yeah. you dis- how you distribute that, again, depends on your strengths, your personality, et cetera. Um, I, the easiest way that most of my clients have found has actually been to do them, um, you know, in written form or to do it in, a, in like a, a Facebook Live type scenario. So... Mm-hmm. Just because it makes it a little more informal and not so like you don't have to make everything perfect, and Kelly, I know you love facebook live <laughs> so but i'm just saying I'm just saying you know you you can you can play around with the method of delivery um, yeah. to help expand the reach and the impact right yeah so well so that, I would,
0: that was the series that I did, and I like how it looked, and mm-hmm. I, I think that one of the things that I need to do is learn to say you know and then. You know, to do this, I would also like mm. you to commit to sharing it with your people mm-hmm. because those who enjoy following you as a creative mom will enjoy some of the other ladies in mm-hmm. uh in the series, you know something like that. It yeah. just feels so markety, you know
1: yeah, yeah, but here's the thing with every with everything that you do i mean you you guys are both really really great at writing compelling stories with your social media posts, right? Like, I don't ever read your stuff and go, oh, gosh, they're yapping. Like, I, I'm always, like, really engaged with it because there's a lot of heartfelt personal stuff in there. Um, and and kind of the, the thing with social media, especially when it's promoting, you know, mark a uh, ministry or book or anything like that, is it should have a call to action. But the way you say it is what makes the difference, right? Yeah. You know, and, and so what I usually tell people to do is tell your story Um, Because you're really trying to draw people in from the beginning. You're trying to get them to understand, you know, why they should keep reading, you know, how this applies to them, um, how you can relate to them, um, you know, like the solution that you're providing them. And then, and by the way, you know, if if this has encouraged you, you know, come back every Monday. We'll all be interviewing more people just like you. You know, like that's that's a call to action that's not super – like, it's not linked to anything. It's not, you know, share this or share that. It's just inviting them to continue their relationship with you, right? So sometimes the call to action can be kind of a soft request like that, you know, just an invitation. And, yeah. um, you know, when it comes to um, these interviews, the easiest way to get people to um, actually see them is is to commit in your schedule that they're going to come out on a certain date every month, Right. Because then you can communicate, you know, a couple times during the month, oh, I'm so excited, I'm interviewing, uh, I'm just using me as an example, I'm interviewing Lindsay Hartz about blah, 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 and creativity and business, and I'm just really moved by this sentence. If you want to hear the rest of the interview, it's going to be posted on X date. You know, stay tuned. Like, like it doesn't have to be, you know, marketing, marketing, marketing kind of stuff. You're just inviting them into what's going on in your life, okay, in, in your ministry. Now, when you do the actual video, that is the one place you should have a strong call to action, which is either a join our newsletter here with a link (laughs) kind of thing, although I wouldn't say join our newsletter. I would say something like, if if you'd like to be updated on future interviews, you can register here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, And then – you know, or it could be a link to the book, you know, or it could be a link to a launch team or whatever. But those, those videos that you do, Facebook Live, um, just in general, from a a marketing perspective, they're really, really, really investing a lot of time and money and dollars into making those visible in news feeds, right? And so if you do these interviews via Facebook Live, um, have your great description, have a call to action, whether it's, to the book page link or Instagram page or a newsletter if we keep it, that sort of thing. Um, those are the type of posts that I usually recommend sponsoring, just the video posts so that it will, or boosting, I should say, because it can help expand that reach a little bit better if you want to invest that kind of money. But, but having said that, I really do think doing the monthly interviews um, is, is a key way that you can continue the message. And I like what you said, Wendy, about when you're doing the, or I think you said that, um, when you're doing the interviews with people and you're engaging with them to invite them into the interview process, just saying, you know, the only thing that we ask is that you do this. You share, you know, to, to you know, increase the reach with your followers or whatever, however you want to phrase that, um, so that we can both, you know, provide a valuable resources to our respective audiences. So definitely do that, you know, in, in the invitation for sure to the people you're interviewing. Okay. yeah that makes, makes sense. sense okay, um the second thing I was going to talk about um and again, this is just really up to your time 'cause, cause you guys have a busy life and <laughs> kids and all that kind of stuff um, doing just a quick and actually, I see this more from you wendy um and I think I'm seeing a lot of the triggers that's still in my news feed, which is perfectly fine. But every time I see you talking about kind of an obstacle or kind of a prayer request, you know, for the people in that group, I think that would be so great for Life Creatives, <laughs> right? Like the, the very same concept of, you know, doing like these little brief live encouragement videos, you know, and it's not meant necessarily to lead them anywhere. It's just meant to encourage them and ask them a question that they can answer in the comments, right? So, you know, as a um, creative mom, you know, you might be struggling with finding enough time in your day to um, have the freedom uh, to create the way you love while also, you know, caring for your family. Um, these, these are some things I do. Um, what do you do? Tell us in the comments, right? And again, it's just, it's just meant to cultivate conversation, you know, around the topics in the book Um, The key here is the marketing does not necessarily come in the description. You actually say, you know, and um, these are one of the things we mentioned, you know, in chapter, I don't know, 15 of our book, Life Creative, right? And you just mention it in the video and then you've done your marketing. Does that make sense? Yeah, I
0: think the only struggle I have with that is I don't really know where I would do that like if we had <clears throat> been able to somehow change the launch team group into like an active life creative group um, mm-hmm. but there weren't many people there as far as like doing it on my personal page I don't know that I would get much engagement on my personal Facebook page and on my author Facebook page so I guess I just don't I feel like I I like the idea I just don't know where there's a space that, um, that those people are congregating
1: well that you guys I can yeah, and, it, and that's the only thing. If you guys didn't feel comfortable integrating that into your author pages, I mean, my opinion is you should because your author pages are for all of your work, right, not just one particular book. Um, and the reason I'm mentioning Facebook Live is because it's meant to help build engagement. Um, and and the, the key with getting engagement on Facebook Live is seriously communication, like telling people, okay, these are the dates and the times that I'm going to be on, period, and just kind of communicating that. The second thing is you can actually do um, it live on Instagram now. Um, now it's a little bit different, um, but that you know, we already know your audience is there, you know. And it would have to be, and I'm talking like short and sweet. I'm not talking like five minutes, you know. I mean maybe a minute kind of thing. Um, and so you can explore the option either on the author page, you know, that you each have. Um, or on Instagram Live, and just try it and see what happens. I'm not telling you you have to do it, but really, when it comes to Facebook Live, especially or Instagram Live, it's just communicating with them. You know, every other Monday at whatever time, you know, we're going to be on and we're going to talking. We're going to be talking about these topics. Um, yeah, well, I like the idea of
0: it, Instagram, because I know that that's the community. I guess my struggle with Facebook even my author Facebook page is, um, again, it's just the whole demoralizing factor of like doing this and saying, hey, let me know in the comments. And then you have like one person comment and you get two hearts because that's the only people that care to watch. Yeah, and that's
1: that's also part of the functionality of both Facebook and Instagram because, you know, they're owned by Facebook now. So some of it is, is the technology. Like if you think about how Facebook Live works, Um, more people actually – this is kind of funny because it's supposed to be Facebook Live, right? More people actually see it after it's done, Mm -hmm. seriously. And so, you know, while you're on, you just need to keep on keeping on like there's 5,000 people there, right? But remember that the post, is it remains there forever. (laughs) So people will continue to see it. They may not necessarily ask you questions in the comments and that, that's the other thing i don't actually say ask them questions that you answer i say you know ask you know share in the comments below your experience with and then you don't have to stay there you know what i'm saying you're just inviting them to share their experience in the comments and they can do that whether the video is live or whether it's archived you know later on down the road um, and then Again, I mentioned earlier, one of the key ways to get those videos more visible is to, you know, if you have the budget to spend, you know, 20 bucks to show it to X number of people kind of thing, you know, because that helps. Because every time someone sees it um, and people comment, you know, it's continuously just showing up in people's news feeds. So yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just my two cents on that. Um, I, I think author page is important because it needs to cover your body of work. Um, And it also gives you – think about this, too. It also gives you variety, right? Like, when people are going to your author page and, um, you know, all they see is one topic, they're going to be like, whatever. (laughs) But if it's consistently kind of interspersed with different things, then it's just more interesting to the reader. You know, there's, there's a variety there because they're interested in all your work, not just one thing, usually. so. So, like I said, you can leave or take it, you know, and, but these are just kind of my thought processes, processes on it. Okay. okay. The other thing is, Wendy, you do a, um, don't you do a creative retreat? That's you, right?
0: Well, it's yeah. Kelly and I did it together. And, you did it uh, together?
1: Okay. okay. Yeah,
0: that's part of our story it's, is that we did it together.
1: Okay. okay. Is that something that you do consistently?
0: We surely did, but since, coming out with books we find that we're we like if we were going to take a break we have too much work to do to be putting it on for others
1: yeah yeah so my thought process because i i I didn't think you had you had done it in a while just because of time and so another option might be able to create kind of a a life creative retreat workshop kit yeah right
0: oh a workshop kit that's a great idea
1: Right, where you're equipping other creative leaders to run their own retreats, right? Um, Right. And then then you're including in there, you know, we'd like you to share pictures from your retreat and experiences and blah, 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 using our hashtag, (laughs) right? But yeah, so I'm just talking about kind of like how Allie did the, um, I keep forgetting what it's called. Digital you know, the kit, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just something like that where you're basically equipping people. It, it's a freebie. We're not charging for it, you know, but we're right. equipping them. This is how, you know, we set this up. This is how we did invites. This is how we did the yeah. process. This is what we talked so that about. That's
0: a hard stress because we already have a couple of emails, I mean, a blog posts written that we yeah. could, you know,
1: and here's the marketing the marketing piece. Not only is it, you know, inviting them to share, you want them to share their experiences with a live creative hashtag, right? Because we want to yeah. create a movement of moms seeing that, that this is possible for them, right? Um, yeah. You need to include some option in there. I mean, I don't know if you can get your books in bulk, and, but if your publisher will allow it and they'll have a link where, you know, if you'd like to purchase the the book in bulk for your attendees, you can do so here for a discount, and that's your marketing piece, right? As part yeah. of your workshop, so it's more it's more designed, you know, to equip them to do their workshops, but then giving them a little bit of a benefit of, you know, if the publisher will allow, you know, a book order. Sometimes they will, sometimes they won't, <laughs> you know, but regardless. Um, and you can also include in that workshop, you know, like the inspiration kit, um, any of the digital stuff that's been created, you know, the pre-order stuff, that can all be part of their workshop kit that they can distribute to their attend- attendees, and that's all branded and marketed for Life Creative, mm-hmm. okay? Does that make sense? Yes,
0: yeah. I, my, my wheels are just turning, so I'm being quiet. Well, you know, yeah. Kelly and I originally thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if we could share this creative retreat with other women? And we started talking about and talking to people and writing down notes of what it could look like and where we could do it, you know, for a large group. And both of us thought, oh, this is not our sweet spot. Uh, Let's write a book.
1: (laughs) And that was actually what
0: Kelly said. How about we write the book first? Yeah.
1: But I'm wondering,
0: I mean, like I said, all of my squares and all of Kelly's squares are full. But I wonder I if there's a person who is good at the actual technical part of putting together a retreat, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I mean, this is going a, a different way. This isn't about them hosting their own. Um, anyway, we could we could talk about that again, Kelly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and yeah. Um, to be honest, okay. if you find someone who could kind of set up a retreat for you where maybe you're just coming speaking, you could introduce something like this there, right? Okay, you're here, and now we want to equip you and send you yes. out to your own communities, and here's yeah. your kit. Like, yeah, it would be a good launching point for sure, mm-hmm. um, but you would definitely need to find someone who could, you know, organize that for you.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense.
1: Okay, hold on. Let me finish typing that, what you just said.
0: Um, Okay. Well, and um, Jen Schmidt had thrown out the idea for the Becoming Conference, and they're taking the year off this year, but she wants to do it again next year, but she had kind of tossed out to us um, the possibility of us joining forces with her to put on the Becoming Conference, and it could be... um, that something like this, you know, cuz that wouldn't be until next year. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. it would fit well into I mean, it, you know, it, it we wouldn't change necessarily change the name of the conference to life creative, but it could be that some the, this idea of a creative retreat cuz that's essentially kind of what becoming was. Um
1: yeah.
0: that that this could sort of be integrated into that so yeah,
1: and maybe it could be like the the next theme or focus for the for the next becoming conference, right because right. i like i i I did a lot of research when I was trying to figure out like who we could reach out to influencers and i I found a lot of creative retreats, but they were so expensive
0: they're so I'm like,
1: expensive. I'm like, oh my God, like who can afford that? not most moms, <laughs> right. Um, so I think there's um, some appeal to having a reasonably, I, I don't know how much the Becoming Conference was. But I don't remember it being super expensive. Yes, yes. You know, of, of having a place of rest where they can be filled and in, in their creativity fueled. And then they're so excited about it, you're given something to them that they can then take action on. Like they're not just mm-hmm. leaving the retreat going, oh, that was nice for me right? They're leaving the retreat and going, gosh, I could, I could do something like this in my community every, every month if I wanted to, right? And, and I have the instructions on how to do it. So I think that would be fabulous, you know. So that might be more of a long-term kind of thing, right? If, especially if you want to launch it with the event. But you could also um, start with the kit, um, promote it, you know, as a freebie and still do kind of a launch of it at the Becoming Conference. You know, it's not an either-or thing. You know, you can do both. Okay. Um, the other thing I was going to say is when you do the – I forgot to say this about the Facebook Live or Instagram Live or whatever, not only communicating, like, the day and time that you're going to plan on doing it, but, the, like, the day after, um, sending out an email about it, right? Because you can get URLs to the direct video, you know, of mm-hmm. the Facebook Live. And so that, that is another way to kind of increase that engagement is you just send an email. Hey, I did this video on this topic. Here's the link. Go watch it and answer the question kind of thing. So that's another thing to do, you know, to kind of um, increase visibility, for lack of a better word. Yeah. And you can do it in a newsletter. You can do it in a blog post, whatever. Social media, it doesn't matter. But you can, you can get direct URLs. Um to, I, I don't know about Instagram, I haven't tried that yet, but I know you can get it for our Facebook Live um, videos, okay? Um, the other two things, one of these we talked about already, um, but would probably t- take a lot of time, so I'm going to say this with a kind of a grain of salt, um, that resource that, w- that we did um, for the pre-order, um, I really do think that that material eventually could be expanded into some sort of mini-course. um but it doesn't necessarily have to be like big fancy course system or anything like that. Right. But like places like um, teachable, for example, is not super expensive. Um, They even have creative Live. I'm not sure if you've been on creative live at all. And, and like people go there to find quality mini courses. Right. And I'm not necessarily talking about doing a course and delivering it to your email list. I'm talking about putting it out there on these platforms and I think Udemy does it, too, where they cross-promote to their audience your course, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's, so, again, I, I, I know that this will probably take longer because you guys would have to wrap your mind around it and figure out how to record and all that kind of stuff. But that content and that pre-order kit, um, that's kind of gold, you know, in, in terms of expanding it and teaching it and, and then putting it on some of these platforms. And I think you could reach a huge audience there beyond what you have with social media and your, your connections. And the whole point of some of this is reaching people who don't know who you are, right? And so it makes sense then that you would put your work, you know, onto a platform full of people who don't know who you are. So mm-hmm. if you guys ever decide to do that, um, you know, call me and we'll hash it out. But I really feel like that's a great, um, place for you guys to kind of dive into a new audience because there's stuff all across the board in a variety of topics so it wouldn't be like oh this this life creative book like about god isn't going to fit in it's it'll totally fit in because there are people looking for those kind of resources they just don't know where to go sometimes okay uh-huh and then there's your typical, you know, like a lot of people like to do these 30-day challenges. And, and I think for um, Instagram, and 30 days is a long time, I know, but, <laughs> you know, whatever, however many days it is. And um, I think it would be interesting to do like a sacred creativity challenge, you know, where you're kind of guiding people, you know, okay, today, um, like quick actionable steps that they can take to build creative time into their daily life you know, and there's a couple ways you could do it. You can do, have you ever seen the Instagram post where someone posts a picture? They're like photo challenges, and they say, okay, every day you're going to post a picture, and here's the theme for each day. Have you seen those?
0: Uh, maybe I, maybe um, I only yes. them. Not only have we seen them, but like we did one, and that's, yeah, sure. we just, oh, we did is
1: one that during did the with, launch,
0: and it was just not very engaged. So, that's that's the the I you did of a like, little gun shy during the process because there were just so many crickets.
1: Who did? You, you know or Allie? Are you talking about you We did Ali? it with Allie on the Instagram page. Okay. So that was kind of um, one thing I've seen work, right? But on, on the other hand, it could be something that, you know, instead of an Instagram post, you know, you, you can create like a, almost like a cheat sheet, like a PDF, you know, that this is what you can do daily to integrate creative time into your daily life. Just really easy resources because those resources are things that you can easily set up like ads for in order to build yeah. your newsletter list um, without it being super time-consuming. Um, the the other thing that I often do with these 30-day challenges, if you guys have time to write, <laughs> is I'm doing a lot more um, many many ebooks with my clients. So what that means mm-hmm. is you know, maybe a 20- or 30-page ebook, book um, and, and sometimes it's literally, like what I'm doing now, we're, we, she tried to do the 30-day thing in October where you post every day. I can't think what it's yeah. called. Um, okay, she made it like 18 days. <laughs> so um, what we're doing is we're taking all those <laughs> blog posts and we're turning it into an ebook, And then yeah. we're, we're sharing the ebook on places like Noise Trade. Right? Um, and Noise Trade is a, a platform of people that are looking for new, re- new authors, new reads. And when they download the ebook, they give their email address in exchange for it. They're agreeing to receive communication from you, you know, as an author. Um, now, this doesn't necessarily work if you only use the free platform, if you just kind of upload it. Um, the way you tend to get more impact is if you pay for their advertising. Um, which is which is seventy five dollars. So what they do is they put your ebook into their email blast, and then it goes out to however many hundreds of thousand people are on their email list. And um, so to give you perspective, um, one of my clients has a book coming out in May, and her book is about um, God using you know ordinary people you know in remarkable ways in the Bible. And um, so the first ebook we did was for Advent, and she wrote. Um, stories, and and I think hers was like 18 pages. It was pretty short. She wrote stories similar to the style of her book, but they were all new stories, and it was a remarkable advent, right? So they were advent stories. And she gained, I want to say, about 600 subscribers from that alone, from from Noise Trade and and her publisher promoting it. So we're still in the phase of seeing how many people unsubscribe, (laughs) you know, because it's over now. But but those yeah. kind of things, you know, you can you can post like little mini ebooks there and gain subscribers, you know, and like that had an ad to her book in the back and we got a pre order push and all sorts of stuff. So like the thirty day challenges, if it didn't work on Instagram and you didn't get response, these are other ways you can use something like that. You know, doing the mini okay. ebooks to gain subscribers or doing like a checklist, you know, to gain subscribers. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um and the last thing has to do with just creative conferences. You know, if, if you guys can't go and speak there, um it, it really involves, you know, offering the book or resources as as swag or as a sponsorship if it's a reasonable sponsorship fee, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you all can't always go to these events, but you could certainly always provide something for the attendees, right? Um I hesitate to mention that one sometimes because sometimes it can be like ridiculously expensive. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, you know, if you find these smaller creative conferences, you know, sometimes it's not that unobtainable, you know, and it's it's a way for you to, you know, kind of um get the word out there um without you having to pay a lot of travel or all that kind of stuff. So, those were just kind of my main ideas for you guys. I um, you know, you can like read through it and pray through it. And, and, you know, if you have follow-up questions about how you would kind of execute upon this, of course, let me know, you know, I'll help you out. Thank you. No worries. Um, but these are just the things that I think can really make an impact. And like your job is to kind of go through all this and figure out, okay, what could we do right now? The only thing I ask is don't not do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Because I know, I know there's a lot of emotion and feeling going on, but, you know, if you can just integrate little pieces of this over time, then you'll continue to share the life creative message while you're writing and creating new resources as well. Okay, okay, make sense? So two things yeah. I'm gonna send you with your notes. Um, the first thing is I have like a little, it's, it's really like a brainstorming sheet for you guys where it lists each month <laughs> and, and you basically kind of brainstorm, okay, I could do these three things this month, you know, whether it's pitch to a podcast, whether it's ask someone for an interview as a Renaissance mom, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a Facebook live, whatever, just to kind of have it in one place so you guys can plan out. Um, the second thing is I have a list of podcasts, um, and you guys may have already been interviewed on some of these, but these are like our typical podcasts that you and I are familiar with, not necessarily like these big, huge platformy podcasts, but things like Mud Stories, you know, or like like the the podcasts that are more, by authors and speakers and ministry leaders for authors and speakers and ministry leaders, right? Their audience tends to be full of them. Um, and so I have a list of podcasts that you guys could pitch to about the life creative message or just your story in terms of writing and how you got there and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it has like their submission process and who to contact and all that kind of stuff. And so that's, that's another easy ongoing promotion thing is just pick one a month you know, and send them an email and see what happens, you know. So that's just that's just not, that's not like time consuming. It doesn't take you that much time to send an email, right, especially if you have it kind of crafted. Um, All you really have to do is personalize it a little bit to the person you're talking to, but you can have, you know, kind of a draft email for the most part. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay, do you guys have any questions? I don't want to like overwhelm or anything like that, but I, I really feel like, um, these are just some ideas to get you. I think we both just
0: you. needed the encouragement, uh, the the big picture encouragement of, don't stop.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. don't, don't. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. <laughs> it's hard. I get it. Um, but I think anything that we do for God is hard. You know, like mm. there's risk, and there's not, it's not always comfortable and. I don't know. We have such high hopes and dreams and I, I don't know, it's just we're just not in control of that. So these are just some ways that you can, you know, kind of carry that torch forward because it really is a great book.
0: Thank you. I appreciate
1: that. Thanks, Lindsay. You're welcome. Do you guys have any questions?
0: I do not. I don't think I do right now. Okay. I am, well, I'm going to be thinking about these things and we'll fill it out and I might even shoot you um, a couple questions as I try to sure. flesh out what I will do. So
1: Sure. So, so even though this is like our official, official last call or whatever you want to call it, um, I'm always here for you guys. You know, if you have questions as you're trying to execute upon some of this, or you just want to, you know, get some input, please email me. Like I'm serious. You know, it, it doesn't Thank take you. me any time. It doesn't take me any time to respond to an email. And, um, and, you know, and if, if, especially with things that are a little more complicated. I mean, I'm always welcome. I'm always, that's, I'm not saying the wrong word. I'm always happy to hop on the phone quickly if you need some guidance. I'm just, basically you're never getting rid of me, let's just put it that way. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. I love you guys, and I love your message. And, I mean, it's just, it's great. So.
0: Well, we appreciate you. Thanks so much for everything that you've uh, brought in the enthusiasm to the project
1: of course. Awesome. Okay. Well, I'm going to send you um, just a recap of the conversation with notes. I'll send you a recording link to the call, um, and then I'll get that, the template and spreadsheet to you. Um, And just make sure you guys download and save it somewhere, um, you know, for your reference. Okay. Okay. All right.
0: All right, right, ladies. God bless y'all today.
1: You too. Have a great rest of your day, ladies. All
0: right. Bye-bye. Bye.